The following podcast contains explicit language, and we're not going to bleep it out like those needle dicks at ABC. All right, are we ready for this? We're ready? You're pulling your notes up? I got them. Here we go. All right, we are ready. I had to shut down a lot of freshman (laughs) comp essays. (laughs) All good. All good essays, yeah. Um, All right, well, we are going to get into this episode. Coming at you from Snowpocalypse (laughs) 2019. (laughs) Where zero inches of snow fell today, but they decided to cancel uh, school for our children anyways. And I barely left the house, so it was... uh, us and the kids all day long in our home. All so, day yeah, long. if this is especially tense, a little testy, that's why. It's either because we spent all day with our children, which we never like to do, <laughs> or because the whole episode was about real serious shit. Yeah, this was a serious episode. We'll right. get to that. This is an episode that you can't miss. Well, we, um, I feel like we sort of were like, oh, the commercial was treating it like it's a very special, like, 80s episode, but then it actually was really really serious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But even before that, we have to deal with uh, corrections and apologies. Long list of (laughs) apologies. Apologies slash corrections slash elaborations from our awesome fans who are very uh, happy to correct these stupid things that we say, which are many. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's start. The biggest one, obviously. So last week we talked about Colton and Katie, and uh, said not imply, but flat out said that they were both white. Well, Colton and Katie were saying their top five favorite things, and I said number two was being white. Right. Apparently, that's not that's false. <laughs> Katie is not white. Um, I don't know why we needed a fan to correct us on this. <laughs> It's because because at this point in the show, I see all of the girls as a race-free, undiscernible blob. You're living in uh, Obama's post-racial utopia. I don't really see race, (laughs) y'all. I mean, it's great that you guys do. Um, JK, I'm real sorry about that. Yeah, no, so that was an uh, offensive and also pointless mistake. I don't even know why we made this mistake. Um, but yeah, we uh, we said Katie was white. Also, we said that she enjoyed white privilege. She does not. That's us. We enjoy white privilege. Every day. Apologies. Okay. Um, We're going to move forward because okay. we have a lot of apologies. Okay, a lot of apologies. Well, no, I wanted to say, because I think it's, a, it's an important thing to say, we advocate for diversity on the show, so the least we can do is acknowledge the women of color on the show. Yes. That's the very least we can do. Next. Uh, we got, so Profa is our new research assistant. Profa, we regret to inform you that you are still working under Robin. <laughs> Robin is back in action we made from an her extended assumption that hiatus. Robin was no longer our intern because Robin had stopped tweeting at us and showing up for work. <laughs> but Robin apparently has been working vigorously I've on just a been research project. Throwing coats and purses on an empty desk. <laughs> literally. Robin. Well, um, we're going to have to now double our research budget, which is zero dollars. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to pay both of these people nothing to be research assistants for us. But Profa really came through. She's already yes. earning her salary of nothing. Um, yeah, she... how do you like that, Robin? <laughs> Profa's really showing you up. Yeah. Time to get at it. 
Um, so Profa not only emailed us a really cool spreadsheet of all the bachelor and bachelorette's super ages. Super cool spreadsheet. Super cool. Well, any spreadsheet is super cool. This but this extra one cool. was extra cool. Um, but uh, so it showed definitively that being older than the bachelor or bachelorette is not an advantage. It almost has, it has never, never been. Yeah. Um, but Profa also gave us some extra insight. Apparently she teaches Spanish. Um, right. Yeah. Poppy. So we said, me too. We said that, uh, Poppy was a weird thing to say, sort of a who's your daddy phrase. I was Um, interpreting it as Papa. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's not. Yeah, well, so... Uh, it's kind of more like baby. Yeah, well, that's what Prof says. She says that. it's... Well, I was transitioning because I'm going to read her little description okay, here because it's good. In Spanish, you can use poppy with lovers as a form of affection in much the same way that we use baby in English. It might seem weird to us, but it's pretty common to hear, especially in Latin America. That does uh, seem weird to me. I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> Well, uh, I like her example, too, because we call each other baby. Which is super weird, uh, but I've just, I feel like we're just used to it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't like it. We've been doing it for like 12 years. I now don't. you don't. I've made an effort to pull back from that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to note that. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling up on the stick, if you will. <laughs> yeah, trying to uh, change that habit. All right. So um, that was a good insight from our listener. Oh, we also need, I see that you have next the Rammer Jammer deal, but you left an apology out. Which is? I got called out from our Australian listeners. Oh, that's right. I knew there was something I was from forgetting. From the listeners down under. <laughs> there you go. How do they not like that? What, is that an offensive accent? <laughs> I got some ripper tweets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so one of our Australian listeners... One of them was from a kangaroo. <laughs> um, ...told us that our Australian accents are not up to snuff. And in response, I have hired an accent coach. We're working 20 hours a week um, so that I can get the accents down for this show. So start the looking forward to enjoying that, listeners. Rammer Jammer? Rammer Jammer, you, uh, you handle this one. Uh, apparently I got it wrong. I can't believe it since I'm such a Bama football Such fan. a diehard fan of the sports. Right, a roll tie. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Rammer Pajammer. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I don't even Whoa, remember what we that. said. Oh, the cat is doing some. Oh, the cat knocked her food on the floor. <laughs> um, so yeah, we said, I don't even remember what we said. You can I go back to Lammer. the tape. Lama Lama. But no, it does not go like that. Here we have a clip of how it goes. We'll pop that in here. All right, so highly enjoyable. From now on, that's exactly what we'll say. Give a little bit of an apology to my tennis friends, uh, some of whom I think were. A little bit offended that I said they were walking around with their heads up their asses. Yeah, one of them mentioned that to me. Yeah. <laughs> At the match the other day, I forgot but about that. you know what I say to that? Was I wrong? Right. It's true. It's Was true. Was I wrong? All right. Okay. Is that it for the apology? I think that's it. Um, yeah, Good so Lord. let's, this time, in this episode, we're going to try to not incur more apologies. I would like to... I'm going to go ahead and pre-apologize <laughs> because... I'm really going to try to nail that Singapore guy in the dress shop. Yeah, you, gonna, you might as well apologize for that now. I'm going to try to nail that impression. Yeah. Just a little bit of an impression. No, I say our goal for this episode is to not get confused on anything more significant than mixing up fatal attraction and basic mm-hmm. instinct. Should I just do it now? That's our love. No, we'll, we'll build up to it. Now people are Jennifer excited. Jennifer Lopez, eat your heart out. 
That's pretty good, right? You know, I have to say, I don't get to be the arbiter of this kind of thing, but I don't think that was that offensive, mostly because it was not at all accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess is one way to avoid that problem. Um, But let's, we're not in Singapore yet. Let's go ahead and start in Bachelor Mansion. Where Chris Harrison is... Also pulling a yeah. culpa. Speaking of offensive things yeah. to do. Mistaking Hannah B. with Kaylin. What are the odds that that was not accidental? I don't that know. That he was uh, stirring up the so pot. So he looks kicking right the at Hannah and says, Kaylin, how was it for you? <laughs> and she says, I'm Hannah B. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah. I whether that was an intentional or not, the producers were like, "Yes, that is beautiful." Um, she says that things were said about her that never should have been said, and Kaylin says it's an annoyance. The girls all seem really annoyed too. Uh, they seem to acknowledge the fact that it took up a lot of Colton's mental capacity. Yes, which, let's be fair. It's not huge. <laughs> it's where he's running a lot of his yeah. bandwidth on yeah. this situation. Uh, yeah, well, good thing we get past that in this week and he doesn't get uh, caught up in petty feuds it again. It seems awkward to me that they all acknowledge the tension, but like Kaylin and Hannah B are just actively ignoring each other. Right. Right. Well, yeah, this seems like more than usual that everybody's kind of like in on the feud. Yeah. You know, or like sort of knows what's going on. And they're just like sitting on by the by each other on the couch with like two girls in between. Them. Right. Got a little yeah. buffer. Theory. Heather got uh, Harrison to call them by the wrong name. Heather. To stir the pot a little bit more. Oh, I've never been kissed. Yeah, that's about to change. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, I'm over you, Heather. <laughs> time for you to get gone um all right Harrison informs the ladies that there is no date uh in America this week because <laughs> it's time to take this thing to the next level they're going somewhere the bachelor has never been has before. never been I like it that they all without hearing where it mm-hmm. is are like they're so excited it could be like <laughs> Iraq we're going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to Kazakhstan, guys. Pack your bags. Um, We're going back to Scottsdale. (laughs) No, they've been there. Oh, and it's fabulous, if you were wondering. They really amped this up quick. I mean, usually they do a couple of American stops first. So we're at 15. If y'all hear that low growl, don't worry. It's just our cat. Um, usually I would argue that they don't go international until about 10 to 12 yeah. ladies. Profa. Profa. <laughs> Look that up. Or Robin. Or Robin. Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> Whoever's going to get there faster. Yeah. We're just going to pit these yeah. two against each yes. other. Let's, yeah. Let's turn this into a good wife situation. <laughs> We've only got enough money and sugar bear vitamins to keep one of you at the end of this season. <laughs> Whoever performs the best will be kept. All right. So, yeah. they Robin, and it's clearly not you at this point. <laughs> you've got some work to do. Um, so, and, and Harrison informs them they've got to leave in an hour. That's my parents' nightmare. I feel like my parents <laughs> need, for international travel, need to get to the airport like four days in I advance. mean, how are they going to turn the radio on loud enough? <laughs> So that a burglar comes to the door and thinks, wait a minute, these people are playing this Christian radio crazy <laughs> Really loud. loud. They must be They've home. They've got to be yeah. home. Yeah. To, to fill in my parents leave the radio on really loud, I suppose any burglars listening to this now know yeah. the chink in their armor. Mm. But, um, yeah, they leave the um, 
the radio on really loud when they leave to think make people think that they're home. Fun fact, Harrison also does that in The Bachelor Mansion. <laughs> it's just been on for months. Yep. Um, they are going to Singapore. Uh-huh. Uh, spoiler alert, Hannah B., as soon as they get there, vandalizes a street sign and just got the shit beat out of her. <laughs> she- Actually ended up in a Singapore jail. <laughs> That's why we didn't see her for a little while. <laughs> that um, is an old reference. I feel like that was news when I was a kid. Like that asshole who, like, what, he spray-painted cars and stuff and got mm-hmm. caned? I think he did a wall. Spray-painted a wall. Spray-painted a wall, yeah. I believe. So it's, sure. uh, I, made ex- I put exactly the same joke in my notes. Um, and then he said it to me while we were watching, and I said, don't tell jokes until the podcast. Well, I was asking if it was okay, which clearly we know what is offensive and what is not based well, on their track did, record. The guy didn't die, right? He just got... No, no. He just got... He, he broke the law I mean, and sub- subjected to the punishment of the culture, Singapore, right? Like, why are you over there vandalizing right. shit, dude? Making Americans Hannah look B. bad. Right? Yeah. yeah, come on, Hannah B. Cut <laughs> it out. Uh, one of the girls said that she couldn't find Singapore on a map, and it was like, oh, what an idiot. But I couldn't do that either. 100%. Yeah, I looked just a minute ago and I would have been I totally wrong. I lived in wrong. Indiana for four years and I still could not locate that state <laughs> on a map. If you, you pulled it up, like a if you pulled 50, it up right now, shot. I feel like it would either be Indiana, it would be one of the I states. Yeah, sure. Indiana, Illinois, Iowa. I got Idaho yeah. in there somehow. They're Iowa. all, they're, the I states are all in a row. Yeah. It's like geography um, is just Ohio, trying to screw with us. I mean, yeah. really what it boils down to is like, Fuck you, the Midwest. <laughs> Fly over country. Yeah, where we right? lived for many years. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, our Midwestern listeners. We're here for you. Um, yeah. Colton says that he's excited to be in Singapore. Singapore is amazing. He says, quote, you've got the lights, the buildings. Two things that we don't have here in America. I, I was going to say, I didn't know there would be buildings. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, oh they have lights there, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> it did look very lovely. Your parents went and loved it, right? I, you remember that a few years I ago? I do remember that. Yeah. They did, yeah. Because I think it's very efficient. Sure, I like guess. clean, efficient, tons of parks, tons yeah. of lights and buildings. Sure, you got yeah. the lights, the buildings. It's a really cool place. Tell you what else you got is another Colton Video Diary. Gucci! <laughs> Was that... An oversized novelty mug that he was holding. I feel like it was like that uh, uh, net neutrality jerk with his Reese's mug. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it looked very large. Yeah, Maybe I Colton don't know. just has tiny hands. I but... can't imagine that because Colton's a big boy. Yeah, I believe it must have been a big mug. I'm... Big boy needs a big mug. I think Colton has big hands. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't follow. Oh, um, Taisha gets the, Taisha mm-hmm. gets the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. She says she's not afraid of heights, but does have a fear of falling. <laughs> well, that's weird, Taisha. Right. Like, that's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not afraid of dogs, but I do have a fear of murder. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also being afraid of heights. The whole thing is the falling. That's the, uh, a fear of heights implies the falling. Uh, okay. I, I liked, too, that she was excited because the note said, the day card said, let's fall in love. And she thought it was going to be like a waterfalls type situation because they went to a little beach. And then I'm, it was bungee jumping. in Singapore, right? Come on, Tasha. I have uh, no idea. Well, they have uh, lights and buildings. Singapore has 
Zero waterfalls. <laughs> gonna... Fact. Fact. Bears eat beets. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go ahead and want and send those corrections to here for the wrong reasons at gmail.com. <laughs> go ahead and tweet us at four wrong reasons, our Singapore listeners, <laughs> to correct us on this. All right, so they are indeed going bungee jumping. Yeah, we both commented. They've done this a couple times before. I was trying to remember who it was that, like, could not, like, physically, like, held the side of a bridge. Yeah, I could um, Which is exactly what I would do. I mean, it only took that guy, like, 45 minutes to jump. I don't think I would be able to do it Here's at all. Here's what I was confused about. Colton said he thought it was going to be a, quote, circus bungee jump. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what is that? Just like a... A trap. Like you're jumping, I don't know. Yeah. Like you're jumping off a platform. You and jump and an elephant sprays water out of its <laughs> trunk and you land in it and, and it catches you. Oh, um, Tasha, well, Colton jumps first and she says that she's not excited to follow him because he was screaming like a girl. Uh, Tasha jumps feet first. Feet first. Which looked- yeah. Terrible. Yeah. That cannot be the way that you're supposed to bungee jump. Yeah, I mean, I understand not wanting to jump headfirst a thousand feet. And again, I wouldn't have done this at all. Um, But, yeah, it looked really painful when the rope, the bungee caught and, like, snapped her around. It looked terrible. 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 Yeah. Um, No, this would, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could jump. Terrible. What? Marrying your best friend and then getting divorced. That is terrible. Uh, let's, I guess we'll get to that serious that conversation. Yeah, it's let's do it. Effortless segue. Tasha drops a bomb. Yeah. Uh, guys, get this. Tasha married her best friend and is now divorced. <laughs> I do like it because, um, I mean, I guess we got some of the girls' secrets up front, but I feel like in previous seasons, to know that a character was married, like, you know it, you're waiting for them to drop it. So I like it that some of the girls are withholding their secrets. Well, no, you're right. That usually would have been, like, in her little intro. Well, I feel like the editors probably were like, oh, this girl's um, divorced. Oh, fuck, this girl's 24 and she's never kissed anyone. Right, yeah, and then yeah. And they're like, we gotta work on that. Yeah, one. Demi's mom was in prison. Tasha's yeah. divorce can wait. Well, I'll say too, so Tasha and her husband were married for six years. Ah, no, no, no. So they, well, they were. Is that right? She said that they were together for six years. Okay. And that he was her, like, longtime boyfriend. So I couldn't tell because I have the same thing. But I don't know if that means that they were married for six years because how old is Tasha? I don't know. We can Google that. Damn it. Robin? Robin? <laughs> um, but yeah, in any case, they either dated and then were married for a combination of six years um, or they were married for six whole years. Well, what I was getting, my reaction to this was that felt like a substantial marriage. Like usually it's take a Garrett, it's, for instance. Uh, usually when um, someone comes on the bachelor, like I was married before. It's like, yeah, I was married for six months right, or whatever. Like right. this was like a... You know, I mean, you've been married to me for almost 10 years, and God, that must feel God, like it's fifth. Brutal. Yeah, brutal. Forever. Yeah. It, it lasts like a real significant marriage, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that um, is a it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, so my impression from the day, Colton handled this news well. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize, I'm sure we've been told this, obviously, from hometowns and just also information about Colton. I didn't realize that he 
his parents were divorced. Right. I mean, we must we must have we known must that. have known that because he went on a hometown date. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember nothing about it. This information falls out of my head as quickly as it comes in. Um, but yeah, he's got divorced parents. He handled this well. Uh, my impression, I liked Tasha quite a bit. I did actually, too. I don't. I'm not seeing her as like. One of the final few, but I liked her too. It's interesting. Oh, we'll see because. Can I tell you what yeah. I don't like? Sorry, yeah. I know I just yeah. cut you off. No, go Can ahead. Can I mansplain first? Please. For a moment? Yeah. Just for a moment? Please. Uh, I really do not like hearing Colton use the word sexy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel okay. like it would be the same thing as if our three year old came up to me and told me that something was sexy. <laughs> Yeah, when he says, uh, keep wearing that damn smile, it's the sexiest thing. I don't thing. like it, Ew. no. God, Colton, stop. Yeah, stop I that. also really didn't like seeing him, and this is skipping forward, but he has a hot and heavy makeout session yeah. with Hannah G. Hannah G, yeah. Apparently the G stands for G-spot. Oh, Kevin G. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, it's her full name is Hannah G-Spot. Yeah. Yeah. They're a I nice be, family. I Great it's family. it's pronounced Gispo. <laughs> <laughs> They're French. <laughs> uh, I realize that now that we've identified Colton as like a little boy. Yeah. It makes me really uncomfortable to view him as like a sexual autonomous yeah, yeah. being. Yeah. Well, it's like when Barney Stinson tries to hit on women in that little boy voice. <laughs> in his overalls. Yeah, in his overalls. Yeah, no. It's not like that. I don't know. I just, I think of him as really young. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you had that dream. I know. Yeah. I'm not saying, it's a complicated way to feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have complicated feelings I do. I have complicated yeah. feelings. You're going to have to work him. through this over the course well, of the season. Well, that's the thing. Is, like, I do find him physically attractive. Right. Like, damn, he's fucking huge, too. Did yeah. you notice that? I mean, I'm... Oh, I noticed <laughs> it. <laughs> How could we not notice it? Uh, I Did mean... Did you notice his huge dick under his <laughs> swim trunks? <laughs> Smacking at me. Yeah. <laughs> what? I can't say that. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Is that no good? No. <laughs> All right, let's get back on well, track. Yeah, I'm going to collect myself yeah. here. Um, he you was, were thinking he was walk. No, I'm saying he's tall. He was walking uh-huh. around Singapore and he looks like a fucking. Dutch, like, giant. Well, especially know? next to that tiny robot. That well, I know. So, it just, I mean, I do think that he's physically an attractive person. Um, I think that it'll be interesting, especially as the season progressive, progresses, and I think the dates will get more sexual. Sure. I don't know. He's not... Does he seem like he... He seems like he knows what he's doing. He seems like he knew what was going on with Hannah G. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... We'll see. That's, of course, is the whole tension of the season, right? Is can this sexual creature blossom before our very right. eyes? Yeah. I don't care for it, but that's the tension <laughs> of the season. <laughs> um, okay, so wrapping this up real quick. Yeah, I had not had really any impression of Tasha at all. I liked her quite a bit. Um, we'll see if she um, sticks through it with the long run. But, yeah, I found her really charming and interesting. Um, okay, I mean that's a little bit excessive. No, it's not. What did you um, think she was? What was interesting about her? I thought she was charming. I feel like she handled the bungee jumping thing well. 
Um, I feel like she rolled with punches. Okay, um, you're speaking in platitudes because you can't remember a single specific thing about this girl. She said on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm definitely a 20. So, oh, my God. What? It's, I mean... Oh, that's so Well, clever. here's the other thing is so many of the other girls... It's, it's, a, it's a curve. We're grading on a curve, ah. right? So many of the other girls are so terrible that it's like, oh, this person didn't say anything super stupid. You know what? When Colton told her to keep smiling because it's so damn sexy, I think her smile looks a little fake. <laughs> it was too big. <laughs> You're smiling too much, Tasha. All right. Well, let's move on along. I'd like to um, see just once a girl on this show with just like a bad attitude on these dates. You know? I feel mm-hmm. like we got that a little bit with Jubilee. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know. I mean, now we're getting into a broader topic just about the show but yeah well i mean you're talking like obviously courtney had a bad attitude but you're talking about like a one-on-one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like just like i guy. don't really want to be here <laughs> or like ribbing him a little bit harder like yeah. i feel like giving yes, him a harder that's time what I liked about Julie, yeah is i feel like she like gave ben it was ben higgins right she kind of gave so. him shit yeah and i and i think that ben liked that too yeah anyway okay next time yeah, I'm sure they'll get so they they love people like that on the show. They give they yeah. sort of question the process, love, are a little too sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, right. People who are not sure if this is going to lead to love or not. Um. All right, let's get to the group date. Hannah B learns that she is on the group date, which means that Kaylin got the one on one. Demi says that she's annoyed that Kaylin got the date. And then my next line in my notes is just robot. So I'm guessing you want to step in here. I mean. You already mentioned it. Sure, I already mentioned the robot once. I rewound it and made Anna come see that there was a tiny, like, short circuit so style robot rolling I, down the street. Because I was not looking up You're at that You're getting exact some ice cream moment. or something. Okay, fuck what? off. What? I'm just saying, I was just trying to set the scene. Okay. You're yeah. getting some fruit. That's a- <laughs> Don't you go fuck yourself. Um, I thought, I was imagining when you were like, oh, there was a robot. Because Ryan, like, guffawed. Oh, yeah, Ryan I was very excited. Yeah. I was imagining, like, 3PO. Oh, I did it. You did it. 3PO. Just 3PO. Not yeah. Yeah. For those of you who aren't uh, schooled in Star Wars, that's C3PO. <laughs> Imagining like a life-size, sure. human-size yeah. robot walking mm-hmm. down the street. That is not, in fact, what it was. It was a tiny robot. But you know what? A tiny robot can be just as exciting and just as deadly. Mm-hmm. When the robots come for us, it's going to be tiny robots, I, I predict. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they are on a Singapore street date. So they're going to the street market. They're... Um, eating funny foods. Uh-huh. They are getting leeches. Going to leeches. A, yeah, yeah. Leech, leech Not leeches. House. Leeches. Leech, yeah. Leeches. Um, Colton says that he does not do well with in your face physicality. And then they cut to Demi just <laughs> mounting, <laughs> riding on his back. <laughs> I thought of this as like, she was in like a baby Bjorn or something. Like that's what it looked like to me. Like she was wrapped up in what is that Moby wrap? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I thought of when she's just like riding him down the street, like a horse almost. Somebody. I'd like to ride him like a horse. Hey, Hey, but he's also a young child. Well, you know, yeah, it's a complicated um, set of feelings. <laughs> Let's play horsey. <laughs> Um, 
I think Courtney is freaking out about the leeches. Is that right? I believe that was Courtney. Who said, is it even up to code? Yeah. Where did they get these leeches from? Are they FDA approved? (laughs) Um... Hannah B. is feeling the heat. She says she rightfully so, I think, picks up on the fact that she kind of irritated him last week. And Colton is giving her a little bit of the cold shoulder. Did you and feel? And that's real cold because he's got big shoulders. Oh, yeah. So a lot of it's... frost coming off of those broad <laughs> shoulders. Did you feel like he was actually giving her the cold uh, shoulder I mean, or was that in her head? I I could believe what she was picking up on. Okay. I do think that a lot of it comes down to editing. um, And so who knows, right? But I don't think that she, well, I don't know. I think too on these group dates, like, I don't know. What's he going to do? I mean, it seemed like there were a few girls that got to do specific things with him. Like, Dimmy got to do the um, sketch and Cassie got to do the, um, fortune teller in which they learned that they are brother and sister in, in past a past lives. life. Yeah. That really worked out for Cassie. <laughs> so I think that Hannah B also is just suffering a little bit from the, uh, setup of the show. Right. It's 13 women. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what I thought is like, how much attention is he going to give you though? I guess in her defense, like they, she, I feel like she must've felt like they were further along yeah. than some of the other people. Yeah. And so it felt like they were stepping back, but against her defense, uh, counter argument, point and counter. Okay, this point. is, I like it's like a Lincoln Douglas style debate. I on think, this issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a minute and a half yeah. to make your case. Um, I do think that that happens a lot where girls who have been on one on ones feel that way, but I feel like it's actually the opposite where if you've already had a one on one, naturally the bachelor is probably going to spend less time with you right. because they already know how they feel about right. you. This means that Robin and Prof are going to have to go back and watch every episode every season. that's ever been aired and figure out the have exact fun amount of with, time. Uh, Juan Pablo, because that guy was a dick. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I have in my notes, among the funny things they eat is bullfrog. And they're laughing and having fun, but little do they know, that's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> do you remember how in the Muppet movie, what? the entire plot of the Muppet movie was that that guy Kermit wanted to eat. the Frog is eat. not a bullfrog. Well, no, but the entire plot of that movie was that the guy wanted to catch Kermit to eat his legs. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, that's, it, it all leads up to this. I've had frog legs. Was it Kermit the Frog? I guess. Yeah. I they they couldn't have tasted that good too, all felty Tastes and like wiry. Chicken. Oh. Yeah, Kermit's legs. I I think that guy was barking up the wrong tree there. Um Hannah B eats a fish eye for him mm-hmm. and says, By George, I hope he realizes that I just ate a fish eye for him, roll tide. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kaylin gets Ramer red pajama. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kaylin gets a shopping spree of the <laughs> nicest clothes in Singapore. Uh, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna come back to that because okay. it seemed like a lot of it was just weird Singapore spree. Sports bra, as they called was like, put this satin bomber jacket. Wear this, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, when she ate the, when Hannah B ate the, uh, it was that when she said, it's squirting, it's squirting. Ew, that's what she said. Um, Colton and Hannah B do end up talking it out, hug mm-hmm. it out, bitch. Um, Colton says, I, I, I kind of liked Colton's approach to this. So I am annoyed that we still have zero specificity in terms mm-hmm. of what the fuck went down right. between Hannah B and Kaylin. 
Like, was it something really specific? We don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And neither girl is saying, and Colton doesn't seem to be asking either. But I did think that Colton took a mature stance, which was, I'm okay with you two not seeing eye to eye as long as it doesn't come between us. Yeah. So he basically was like, y'all don't like each other. I get it. Right. Not my problem. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the way to go. I'll say, I'll say something else that I have found annoying about this season, jumping forward a little bit. It's unclear. I mean, it appears that Hannah and Kaylin bury the hatchet to some extent. But then why did we get all this foreshadowing from Kaylin of like, Hannah's going to flip a switch. She's going to go crazy. I feel like they made it seem like something drastic was going to happen. Because the show is smart. I understand. But now I'm annoyed. It's Chekhov bring you know. They brought the gun on stage and they never fired it off. Well, that's not over yet. I, yeah, that's I feel true. Like you're talking yeah. real close to me. Yeah. Well, we're all we got to get close to the mic. All right. Well, aim it at the mic. <clears throat> all right. I'll I'll face. look at the mic. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, I mean, I'm not. I am not 100 percent convinced that the Kaylin Hannah B drama is totally put to bed. That didn't seem like a genuine and heartfelt uh, apology I sesh to you. Yeah. I think that I, I mean I believe what Kaylin said about. You know, Hannah be feeling the stress and um, that turning into something. And also, at this point, who's getting the fucking two-on-one? Because I right. guessed that he was... I think I did guess that he was going to keep Courtney around for one more week mm-hmm. and maybe let that play out with Demi. Sure. Or obviously Demi and Tracy. Right. But he just knocked those two out of there. They're both gone. Yeah. Bye, bitches. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, you would have thought one of those would have been like a producer-mandated keep yeah. to do that too. No, on I'm one. happy that he didn't. Yeah. Cold but that, so that being said, I'm going to go back to my original guess, which is that it still might end up being Hannah B and Kaylin on that two on Sure. Maybe things stir up again. All right. Well, we'll see. Beauty queen <clears throat> versus beauty queen. Um, all right. Let's move it's forward. It's going to get ugly. Colton has a makeout sesh with Cassie, and she asks, "Would your sister kiss you like that?" Way to <laughs> dirty talk, Cassie. Yeah, and Colton said, "Yes, yeah. yes, she would." <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and if this doesn't work out, Cassie can always fall back on her other reality show. I gotta to... get some more wine. Okay, do you want to yeah. carry it or you want to? No, no, it? I can't carry this show alone. No, that's true. I got my wine, and I also want to say that when I came back in here just now, Ryan said, hey, you don't think I need to cut out that big dick line, do you? So. I want to make sure you seem like you were a little uh, shocked, and if you clutched your I pearls. Was shocked when and When I appalled. said it, yeah. Shock and Shock. all. Shock and all. <laughs> um, all right, we're on the group date. Courtney is being a major B. I feel like I hated Courtney in this episode. Yeah. She's just feeling sorry for herself, not taking time with Colton, not taking any sort of initiative and getting butt hurt. Right. That all the other girls are doing what they are supposed to do and going and getting time with him. And she's doing that terrible, obnoxious girl thing where she's like, I'm just going to wait and eventually he'll come and talk to me. And Demi says, quote, Her approach seems pretty lazy because she hasn't done anything to get her time with him. 100% I agree. 100%. You know, Demi, I think, 
does a few annoying things in this episode. But again, overall, I'm team Demi. Team yeah. Demi. She, she's right. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what it boils <laughs> right. down to is just like, she's right. Yeah. Um, Courtney needs to get off her ass and go talk to this guy. It's right. not a regular world. It's the right, bachelor right. world. You can't play by the like hard to get rules. Nope. That's not going to fly. I feel like it flies for like a few contestants mm-hmm. every third season. And it's someone like Corinne who's like super hot. Yeah, but but she also didn't play hard to. I mean, she like covered herself with. No, I know Michelle Money actually played the hard to get card in a way that I don't think anyone else did as effectively in this franchise. Well, and uh, who else? Who won uh, Nick season? Vanessa. She did this a little bit in the mid mid season. But she also was smart enough to like get far enough along, right? And then pull that card. Like Courtney, we barely know who you are. Well, there's also a difference between playing hard to get and whining about not getting time. Yes. Yep. That's not playing hard to get. You know, so that's... That's just being dumb. Well, and Demi seemed to have a perfectly fine conversation of, like, go talk to him and then... Yeah, because she was <sighs> like, you're going to regret it. Like, I felt like Demi was really encouraging her. Mm-hmm. And um, then Courtney just goes off on Demi. And tells her that she needs to stop playing God. Well, and that's the other thing that I found annoying about this situation was Courtney was really mad that she hadn't had a chance to talk to Colton. And then Demi goes and talks to him again. And Courtney gets up and, and like, walks with purpose. And I'm like, oh, she's going to go talk to Colton. Good. Yeah, but she yeah, doesn't. Yeah. She, she goes, goes and talks and to Demi. Yeah. Instead of, like, going in and talking to Colton yes. and, like, taking the bull by so the horns. Off because Demi... Got her time with Colton. Um, talked some about her mom being released from federal prison. Cool. And um, and then has some time to reflect. Courtney at this point still has not talked to Colton mm-hmm. because she has not seeked him out. And so Demi goes back and just gives him a little, says basically like, I was just reflecting on our conversation and I really appreciate the way you reacted to it. And then Courtney comes and seeks Demi out and is like, you need to stop playing God and deciding that what you needed to say is more important. <laughs> that is, playing God is the equivalent of uh, going and talking to The Bachelor for the second time. Oh, yeah, it's not like using CRISPR to genetically modify babies. It's going to talk to The Bachelor again. That's then, what people mean by says, playing God. how old are you? And Demi's like, <laughs> bitch, we're the same age. <laughs> Oh, man. And Demi said, you have the right to feel that way, and I have the right to not care. Mm -hmm. And that Courtney puts the ass in class. Yeah, I think point Demi on this whole situation. Well, who gets the rose? Yeah. Demi. Yeah. So Demi gets the date rose, and she says, I think it sent a huge message out to my haters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Demi Demi is like a Disney sitcom star. Yeah, totally. No, she is. She's like a a TV character or something. Like you said a couple episodes ago, she's like the stereotype of what people think a millennial is like. But she's doing it well. Um, (laughs) This is what Cloud9 feels like. (laughs) I do have to say that um, I thought it was interesting because Demi was telling Colton about her mom in prison, which is a terrible situation and everything. Um, And Colton's like, this just shows me that you like 
something about how she's like here for her family. It's like, no, she went to Singapore. Like her mom was getting into prison like that week. And of course she doesn't have to be there. They have a complicated history, I'm sure. But you can just imagine Demi's mom walking out of prison and being like, where's Demi? Is she going to greet me? She had to go to Singapore. (laughs) Should have thought about that before you embezzled. Um, all right. Demi gets the rose. We move on to Kaylin. Uh Uh-huh. They have date. genuinely pretty woman shopping. It, yes, date. I had suggested that we do this one time, and you didn't like that idea. Okay, first of all, I don't remember that at all. What you suggested that you take me shopping? Yeah, and like this kind of a. Scenario. Are you going to buy me thousands of dollars no. worth of clothes? No. So you're going to take me to Old Navy, <laughs> and you can try them whatever you want. And you can pick out the best three things, yeah. and I'm going to. You can do the little like catwalk coming yeah. out of the dressing yeah, room. That's yeah. going to be a hard pass. It's going to. It would have been a great date. Sure. I don't even remember that. When did you say Valentine's Day? Oh one my year. god, that sounds. T- Terrible. Well, that's what you said at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I thought it would be cute. To take to where did you want to take? I me? don't the even gap? remember. Was it the I, gap? I don't think we got that far. <laughs> I was going to take you to Singapore to where this clerk, okay, this if sales you clerk, take me works. To Singapore and get me some. No, fucking, you like, said it would Louboutins. be terrible. Okay. You said that it would be terrible. Well, we ha- I have it on tape. We have not <laughs> seen the likes of this date since one <laughs> Becca Kufrin. <laughs> that's when she when, ate all that seafood? Well, that's when Ari did. Right. Because they brought out Becca was trying on gowns and Ari was just eating <laughs> Chomping platters down. of lobster and crab claws. It was a lobster fest in his mouth. <laughs> So where's your crab claws, Colton? I didn't see a single yeah. bite of seafood on that date. <laughs> he was still a little queasy from the, like, pig knuckles that they had eaten earlier that so day. So you questioned this, and I have it in my notes as well. On dates like this, they always act. But I felt like they especially made mm-hmm. it seem like on this date that Colton is footing the bill right. for all of this. Ain't no fucking way. So let's jump back, though. Rachel did buy she Brian that watch. She bought him that watch. Yeah. But I felt like that was almost the equivalent of when they, like, buy the engagement ring themselves. Right. And Rachel's rich as fuck. Yeah. Her dad is a federal judge. Right. Um, um, so, yeah. but And I felt like that was... It was made very clear that Rachel bought that watch. Right. So I feel like whenever it's a little bit ambiguous, sure. it's because the producers are yeah. putting the fucking bill. Yeah. And Colton, don't act like you are buying her those satin <laughs> bomber jackets. Get whatever you want. It's all on me. I mean, the show. Well, he's like, yeah, because he, he says even like, I don't do this a lot. So I have to make sure it's for someone really <laughs> special. I don't get a television show to buy people clothes very much. So get whatever you want. I feel like it's also awkward because they just are shopping, but then they'll stop and just, like, make out right. in front of the um, personal shopper. That clerk. Yeah. yeah. Though I think he, he probably handled it okay. I feel like he was uh, – well, there also – there was two different clerks. The first one I love because she was like, is this your guys' first date? And they were like, our first date alone. And she must have been like, what the what? fuck? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What? It's my first date without <laughs> 20 right, Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that was the date where she bought the traditional Singapore dress. And then also, I mean, am I wrong? I feel like there were three separate outfits that consisted of a sports bra right. and then like a kind of a bomber jacket. Yeah, on no, top. you're not wrong. 
And then that gown that was And that, all, I was like, I would be pissed about that. Because you know Kaylin's not wearing that shit when right. she goes back to America. Yeah, she's just going to wear that around. Even the gowns, like, she's probably not going to wear, but they were beautiful. That, um, like, pink gown with all that fluff down at the bottom. I don't know the I, uh, technical I, fashion I got, term I think for that. the technical fashion term is Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> eat, your, eat your heart out. <laughs> All right, there it was. There it was. There it was. All right, that's it. Okay. My apologies. Um, I had to say, it was such a great quote. It's a great quote. It's a great quote. Um, all right, Kayla, all right, we do the, like, fun, oh, pretty woman shopping day. Do, 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 do. Time to get a little more serious now. <laughs> a lot more serious. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about some sexual assault. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we kind of have to cover this. Quickly, because our podcast is light and we are assholes. And I feel like Kaylin was real brave and talked about a horrific, horrific sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about the situation other than it's an important story. You know, I I certainly hope that this was told of her volition. Um, I imagine that it was. Yeah, Um, it seemed like it was. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I... I appreciate her for telling this story. I thought Colton handled it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I actually I liked Colton a lot throughout this episode. More or less, we'll get to something annoying he does in a minute. Um, but I thought he handled this situation well. Um, you know, it's an important... I actually thought that the show, like, was... I'll give them some credit for lingering on this and not like blowing yeah, it over or I making feel like it too light. Sometimes they do that. Like yeah. they'll drop a little bit of a bombshell, and then it's just like, "Thank you for sharing that with me." Right, right. Like this is certainly a story that deserves. Um, I don't know the exact word I'm looking for, but sort of like it doesn't. You can't just blow past this right. and be like, "This is something that happened." I mean, yeah. it deserves some time. Um, to process. And I feel like she, like, they didn't edit it into, I mean, I don't know how long she was talking about it, but I mean, I guess that's kind of the point that you're making as well, but I could see them just kind of editing out some of the details and we right. got a lot of the details. Right. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm getting at too, is I could see them being afraid of like, well, this is way too graphic like, and don't harrowing. Our viewers watched this for 15 minutes. Right, right. But they did. Right. No, so overall, I mean, I um, I saw a few people say that they probably should have given, like, a heads up for people who have had similar experiences, which I think is true. Mm. Like, oh, you're just kind of, all of a sudden this is happening. Yeah. Um, but for people who need to hear stories like this or for shows that don't usually do, like, I thought this was much more powerful than Harrison's, like, hey, I got to rap with the kids after... Corinne and like that whole Corinne thing went down in Mexico. Do you remember that? And he's like, no. what's consent guys? Oh, when yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to have that like conversation yes. afterwards that felt, that felt like an after school yes. special. And this felt like a very, yeah. pa- you know, powerful real world experience. Yeah. Um, so, so kudos to you bachelor. Yeah. And to Kaylin um, and to Colton, everyone, I feel like for once everyone handled things with a maturity that's not often seen on the show. It's true. So, yeah. Um. All right. Their date ends. I, I mean, I think Twitter's uh, Twitter sphere, the Twitter sphere, mm-hmm. is not one hundred percent pro Kalen. I like her. Me too. Yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah. like her. No, I, I like feel her like too. She was mature. I mean, we'll get to this in a second on the next uh, on the cocktail party night. Because mm-hmm. um, I thought that she. 
She was the one that extended the olive branch yeah. to Hannah B. Yeah. Again, I mean, when's the last time you saw a gesture like that on this show? Right. Where it was like, hey, let's not make drama for the cameras. Because that's the other thing that I don't think most of these women realize is that ultimately their drama is profit right. for a television right. show. And, like, I think that... <laughs> Oh, I think a lot of them realize that. Sure, and I know it's profit for them, too, in some cases, to hawk Sugar Bear or whatever. But I think that it's smart of Kaylin to be like, "Why? not only is this stupid for us, but, like, why are we doing this right. to ourselves? One, you know? I think that Hannah B., or maybe it was Kaylin, one of them was like, he obviously has feelings for you. I think he has feelings for me, too. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're both hoping to be around for the long haul, so let's just not do this anymore. Right, right. Good job, ladies. Yeah. Good job being on yeah. mature. On the other hand, on the other hand <laughs> transition. Courtney and Demi. Uh, it boils over. So Demi, Demi rats Courtney out first, yes. which I think was a misstep. Yep. I feel like Demi was doing her best to just, I guess it sounds strange to say, but rise above the drama. Well, I feel like Demi's whole thing, I'm not going to say she's rising above the drama, she seems like she doesn't give a shit. Well, and also, in this situation, she was, according to our edit, not an instigator. And so I feel like she can, she has the luxury of just being like, I don't care about this. Right. This isn't my problem. And that's what she should have done. Right. But instead, she goes and t- tells Colton, she kind of tattles on Courtney, which, right. as we've said before, like, you just don't want to do that. No, weirdly. I, mean, I guess it paid it off worked. for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, it didn't work. I didn't like her quite as much for doing that. Like, and for her likability for the viewer, I didn't yes. care quite as much for that. No, But in either. Colton's eyes, that worked. Um, uh, she, can we talk about how Demi looks like, seems like she's a bad kisser? <laughs> we we, we can. Yeah. They go in for like a zoom, oh, zoom yeah. in on the kiss and she's doing the like, I'm going to just put my mouth over yours. <laughs> I'll absorb your mouth yeah. in my mouth. That's how the kids kiss these days. That's okay. how millennials kiss. Right. I feel um, like you tried to kiss me like that a few times when we first started. Oh, probably more. Probably still. Yeah. Um, it's also, yeah, so we need to talk about one of the catchphrases of the season, oh. which is that Demi says that Courtney is the cancer of the house. Yeah, the quote, the cancer of the house. <laughs> to Demi's credit, uh, Courtney takes a poll and asks, <laughs> how many of you think of me as the cancer of the house? And Demi pretty proudly raises she her raised, hand. I, I have to give her a lot of credit for yeah. that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times you see these situations where they like go and rat yeah. the person. They're like, no, I didn't say anything. We mostly just mm-hmm. talked about me. Yeah, no. Demi's yeah. like, yep, that's what I said. Yeah. I said it. I stand by it. I do think that you're the cancer of the house. It's a great catchphrase. Yeah. I'm going to start using it. It's yeah. a strong metaphor. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but then Colton does something stupid, or actually he had already done it. He told, well, I said I was going to get to the thing that I didn't like that he did, which, and he's already done this before, so it's it's his MO. But um, he told Courtney that Demi said that she was the cancer of the house. I don't know why he keeps doing that. Right. Because, like, word for word, he's like, uh... Courtney, Demi said that you are, uh, blah, 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 Check my notes here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I like, wrote it on she, my hand. He's like, she said you were, um, here for the wrong reasons, the cancer of the house. Like, why are you doing that, Colton? To, right. 
stir shit up. Right. And he, you know he wrote it on his hand because he has such massive hands. He could fit the whole thing so on there. Huge. Yeah. They're like fucking baseball gloves. <laughs> he tore a baseball bat in half earlier with them. <laughs> um, yeah, so Courtney, I believe that Courtney says that Demi is not here for the right she reasons. Says that she tells Colton that Demi has been referring to it as a game. And Colton's yeah. like... I'm shook. <laughs> but that's our first uh, instance of the season of... I don't think we've ever seen Demi refer to it as a game. No, we haven't. I was going to... I think Courtney was full of shit. Go ahead. Go I was going to put our siren in. Go well, ahead. here's... It's a running joke. We got to do it. We got to... Okay, here it comes. You here for what? the wrong reasons. As we mature, the podcast <laughs> matures. This, uh, folks expect... Certain callbacks. Okay. And so here, blah, 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 blah. Here for the wrong reason, Siren. And you know what? Since people expect particular things to recur, here's Garth Brooks. There's never been another summer. And I have ever learned so much. Um, that's the end of my notes. I mean, I know that Tracy goes home. Bye, bitch. Yeah. God, I go uh, fat shame people on Twitter again. No, yeah, God. I feel like it's pretty... Well, I guess we got some of Tracy in the first episode. I feel like I have like a visceral hatred towards her. And I don't even know really where right, it comes from. Right. But bye, Tracy. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I don't have... Anything else? Uh, uh, Demi has another one-liner... Two two one liners actually. I mean, I just she's funny. I like her, even though I can see Is why Demi she would great. No, oh. Demi's not on my list. Oh, but okay. I feel like she's Who a little. Who do you little... think is the let's play? Okay, let's play this fun little marital game. Okay. Oh, this will be great for our marriage. Yeah. yeah. Who's the? Who are you most attracted to amongst the girls? Okay, I have to think back. I like Nicole. Oh my god. What I like? Um, I like Cassie. Hugo. Cassie is cute. You asked my opinion. Cassie is cute. Um, I feel like they all still run together to me. Oh, you know what was bothering me? Yeah. I couldn't figure out who Hannah G reminds me of. And I kept thinking, is it Barbie? It's Skipper. She looks like Skipper. Oh, okay. Yeah. She really, really does. Yeah, Barbie's younger sister. Yeah. Yeah. I I know that. Um, I was going to throw in Demi's little one-liners here. Might end up being one. So uh, Demi says of Courtney, maybe she could potentially not suck one day. But as of right now, she sucks. (laughs) And later, Dr. Demi cut out the cancer. Yeah, no, we – I'm surprised we got rid of a ton of our drama this week with Courtney and Tracy Tracy. going home. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. Next week looked like it was going to be a a rocket episode. Rammer, rammer, yellow jammer. All right, so we'll be back for that. Roll time. Roll time. Yo, yo, yo. All you sucker MCs ain't got nothing on me. From my grades to my lines, you can't touch with Kevin G. I'm a math leak. So nerd isn't bird, but forget what you heard. I'm like James Bond the third. Shh, shh, not stirred. I'm Kevin the poor. The G is silent when I sneak in your door. Make love to your woman on the bathroom floor. I don't play like Shaggy. You'll know it was me. Because the next time you see her, she'll be like, oh, Kevin G. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Happy holidays, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.